This conference will now be recorded. You hear that? There she go. There she went. <laughs> yeah. That worked. What up, Luke? Her name is nothing, man. Motherfucking, that's uh, Esma Zelda. Uh, we should give her a name. Yeah. Esmeralda? Esmeralda, <laughs> that's her name. Esmeralda. Yeah. <laughs> what up, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you will not be recorded. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, don't tell me what to do, bitch. <laughs> are, are you the feds? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, shit, man. We got we gotta watch out, bro. We gotta watch out. We got especially me. I be saying all kinds of wild shit, man. The feds are fucking gonna knock on my door one of these days. But well, well, well. a couple things. Anyways, I got a couple couple things I gotta say, bro. My yeah. Tommy and Drew had a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I saw. Fahim I saw. Was there, though. Was nah, I didn't I didn't nah. see him. Yeah, I didn't see him. That motherfucker really thinks he's never gonna perform until somebody pays him Jay Z money. I think. I think he genuinely believes it. <laughs> Shit is ridiculous. He said he's the greatest of all time. In the tweet today too. I'm like, yeah. yo, man, you 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 ain't even like the the dude. You're the third best in your crew right now, yo. Right, right. <laughs> yo, and by the way, I, I I did peep a little bit of that video footage of the show. They they were wearing like suits and shit, right? Yeah, I thought it was fly. I thought it was kind of. It looked like um, with the motherfuckers that came through with the suits and like shot people and shit. I forget. It's a lot of movies, oh, yeah. huh? Back in the boot, <laughs> the, the bootlegging days. Uh, oh, you talking um, the fuck's that guy's name from Chicago, man? Oh my God, how did I forget his name? Al Capone. Al Capone. Al the, Capone. Yeah. Was that the one with Robert De Niro in it? The Unbreakable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's Unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah, man, they yeah. come at they, they do a walk by <laughs> on you with a fucking three piece suit and a Tommy gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck, I fucks with it. Yeah, but yeah. I needed Fahim to be there to legitimize some of his um his shit. But I'm, I bet he don't glad, know none of his rhymes. I'm glad you you mentioned that, Lukey, because first of all, let me let me say this: people are gonna be wilding out. The footage of Mock and Drew, yo, Mock. Mock is a much better live performer than I first anticipated because the shit I seen him do at Webster Hall on Griselda like two, three years ago, he mm -hmm. was trash. But he definitely practiced, so I'll give him that kind of credit. He did he did much better live on stage this time around. But you're right, where the fuck is Fahim? You know what his problem is, and you already suggested it, the motherfucker writes 500 million verses, and there's no way he can remember any of his lyrics, bro. It's too much. And that's, I think, where the Makami and him separate is because Mock got an album where people actually know. He has two albums that are streamable so people can actually know some of the words, I guess, because people are lazy. Like, there's so many albums I haven't put on my fucking uh, iPhone right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, boom. It's easy just to go on Spotify, go on the motherfucking shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. The album, it's called Dead Presidents. Yeah. No, 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 no. With Dead Presidents, it was, it was, Ain't that with uh Terrence with uh Terrence Howe and shit? Nah, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know either. But yeah, it's one of those movies. And so um, yeah, okay, so people can get familiar with the music more. And he has right. a defi a, a uh career defining album out there. The two ones he has on Spotify or Apple Music. So people which can get familiar. The, the one with mugs. Yeah. And it's yep. another one um with Earl Sweatshirt on there. The last song was amazing to me, yo. Yeah, oh, the last song. Also, he has floor seats with Alchemist. It's a great song for me too. Yup. So, um, so those songs right there, are songs like you can perform and people can get familiar with it. 
Fine, he right. ain't got no songs to be familiar with, really, with, 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 with fans. You have to go in there and listen to his 80 albums and guess what song he's going to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. You might not even like that song. Or, I don't know, man. It's and really, how, the really fuck, how the fuck are any of his fans going to know any of his verses? He, he has 10,000 fucking verses. Who's going to ever remember a line? Motherfuckers say first half of his ver- uh, line, put the mic out to the crowd. Ain't nobody saying shit back to him, bro. I see people all over the world, though, on that greatest, I'm the greatest of all time saying i'm from south africa or i'm from here i'm from japan and i love your music i wish you were my mentor and shit i'm like i'm like yo what kind of piece of shit are you that you want fahin to be your mentor and shit man yo i i will yeah that's a great question and you i lost. mean we, we'll, we'll just chalk that shit up to their foreign and they don't know any better <laughs> yeah you know i mean because over here in america he's a fuck boy all you international listeners. <laughs> hey, yo, here's the rhyme. I said at the show yesterday, uh, I'll say, uh, well, I said, uh, fuck you, my dude, and your whole team, because y'all be blocking more than the god Fahim. On the yeah. internet, you're, yeah, on the internet, you're fresh, but in real life, you're a failure. But I know you a bitch, just like Zelda. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, niggas yo. don't know Zelda was the bitch. You know what yo. I'm saying? Zelda's, st- Zelda's still my bitch, bro. I'm playing the brand new um, Zelda Bre- Breath of the Wild or some shit. It's on the Nintendo Switch now. Oh, oh yeah, man. I- oh, I'm heavy into that game right now, man. I'm learning how to cook, how to cook, so I can so I can boost my health. <laughs> Yo, what what if what if what if what if what if you cooked and you got on the spells and shit? You got your sword and your bow and arrow and shit. You mm-hmm. get to the end, you you're Link and you find Zelda at the end, and like two two. Two dudes are running treads on her. You went all this. <laughs> <laughs> my guy, my guy, I would, I take my spear, I throw it right through <laughs> Zelda's heart, and then I, and then I go have a beer or a blunt with the two dudes that was just running treads on her. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. <laughs> After all that shit, oh man. Hey, yo, Fuck boom! It's shit. like, it's like Mario. You know what I'm saying? Boom. You and your brother are going after the same girl, bro. Right. Y'all dying over and over again. And you and your brother love the same chick, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How's that, that working, shit's... man? It don't. It don't work at all. That I don't, shit's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I be mad at my brother. Yo, leave my girl alone, bro. Like, boom, I told you eight levels ago. I'm going to go right? get her. I got her, yo. Eight levels ago, son. Imagine, imagine if my, imagine if me and my brother just always went for each other's girls. That would be fucking crazy, man. <laughs> be ridiculous, though. Uh, well, uh, all right. Then, anyway, Fahim over there, fucking Link. Nah, not Link. Damn, that's fucked up. Probably, he probably does. Probably. Like anyway, boy, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know. All right, what the fuck we doing? All right, let's start yeah. this shit off. Thanks for listening yeah. to us ramble for fucking five minutes, all you listeners out there. We appreciate that shit. We are on episode 15 of the Fuck You Mean podcast. Episode 15. This is the first episode of 2020. And we figured that we would kind of let y'all motherfuckers know a little bit more about us. You know what I mean? Instead of all these other rappers out here. Let's let's let these motherfuckers find out where we from. How we came up in the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that good shit, bro. Word. So welcome to episode 15 of the Fuck You Mean podcast with your boy, Lukey Cage. Yeah, that's me. My bad. That's me. 
I was gonna, yo, I was gonna, I was gonna let it be silent for ten minutes until you said something, bro. I don't give a fuck. All right, and your other boy, Money Miz, that's me, and Bong Bong. All right, let's get to it. So, Lukey, man, fuck you want to talk about, B? Yo, man, I want to go back to like, boom. I'm on. I want to people they actually get to know us as the motherfucking host of the motherfucking show. So, take us back to Genesis. Where you from, Miz? Where Where you from? Wow. All right. Well. I was born <laughs> in a suburb about 10 minutes outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Well, hold um, on. So your, yeah. but your parents are, are really Greek. They're from yeah. Greece. Yeah, my dad is. My dad okay. is off the boat from Greece. He lived there until he was 30 years old. Um, and he moved here in 1969. And it, let me get one minute to tell how he came through. All right, because this, right, this, this is actually a good. This is actually a good story. So, in Greece, uh, I'm pretty sure now, but back then, at least in the '60s and shit, every adult male, uh, when they hit 18 or 21, something like that, they have to do two years in the military, like okay. mandatory, right? Mm -hmm. So my dad, um, you know, he was in the army or whatever. It was like a tank driver and shit, but it ain't like Greece is going to war with anybody. So none of that shit really mattered. Right. But <clears throat> basically, uh, he had a very, very close friend in the army who went on to be a professional soccer player and became very wealthy and all that shit over there. Right. Okay. But essentially what happened was my dad was riding a bus, public transportation. Right. And some guy got onto the bus after my dad and the guy had an argument with the bus driver, right? They were fighting over something, arguing over something. And my dad wow. was kind of like right there. He was getting sick of them arguing because the bus wasn't moving. And my dad kind of butt into this argument. And he, I don't know all the details. You know, this was many years ago. But my dad basically said he was in agreement with the passenger, not the bus driver. Okay. So the bu he told the bus driver some shit. The bus driver popped off. My dad. He didn't go to school. He was he dropped out of school in like third grade. He knows the streets, right? He okay. doesn't know how to how to articulate words and and, <laughs> and and beat you in an intelligent argument. He just knows how to fuck you up physically so okay. you don't talk no more, right? So he beat the living shit out of this bus driver. bus driver. Yeah, right? Dang. And like totally fucked the guy up. And back then, like the bus drivers are government employees. Oh, right. Shit. So he fucked up a government official. They're, they're saying. Right. And my dad had to had a court case like he was. He could have done a little time, like a little, you know, minor thing or whatever. Right? So mm -hmm. he was pissed about that. Shit. He's like, fuck that shit. I ain't going to jail over this fucking bus driver. You know what I mean? So yeah. his bet, his best buddy in the army was like, yo, my sister lives in Boston. Like, why don't you just go to Boston, man? Fuck this place. Because my dad had a fucked up childhood. His parents broke up. His dad died when he was 13. He was mm. living with his step-parents and all this shit and blah, blah, blah. He didn't have a good life. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I can yeah. go into that. So anyways, he was like, yo, just go marry my sister in Boston, bro, and you become a U.S. citizen, right? Are you my fucking dad, serious? A dead ass. Dead ass. Yo, they didn't even tell me this shit until I was like 18 years old. <laughs> yo, so my dad, right? I, I'll never forget this. Me, my brother, uh, my mom, my dad, we sit down at the dinner table one night, you know, when I was like in high school, like senior year or some shit. And uh, they, they started telling us like, yo, you, like my dad was married before my mom and I had no clue. And we were like, what kind of blew our minds? So anyways, 
they whip out this photo album and all this shit. They're laughing about it like it's old news or whatever. Long story <laughs> short, long story short, he fucking comes over to the U.S. having never met this lady, and they don't have no fucking social media. Ain't like he's seeing. Hell no. He ain't seeing no up to date pictures of this bitch, right? Bro, he, go, he goes, he goes, I came to Boston. I met this bitch. He goes, my guy, he goes, the night of my wedding, I could not stop vomiting. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, bro, she was so ugly, man. Like, he was like, I was puking out of, like, nervousness. I didn't want to be with this bitch for the rest of my life. He's going. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. So anyways, he marries the bitch, becomes a citizen. He had to live with her and her parents, right, his in-laws, for like a year. And finally, the parents came to them and were like, yo, we can clearly tell you guys aren't in love. You, yeah. have, our you have our blessing to, like, you know, get divorced and just move on with your lives, right? So he right. was like, word. So he did that shit. And then, like, a year later, he met my mom, and that was that. <laughs> so when we that went back to... some wild shit. Yeah, man, when we went back to Greece last year, we were joking, like, yo, we wonder if they still got a warrant out for my dad's arrest here. <laughs> but, but was there? Uh, we, I don't know. I mean, that shit was literally, it was back in 1969. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Nobody said anything. Door. Nobody yeah. said anything. He, he got in and out the country, no problem. So it was like, whatever. But yeah, anyway, so how, my dad, yeah, my dad is off the phone. My, my mom's from here, though. She's Italian. She's Italian. Okay, okay. Yeah, she was born in America. She's she's American, like straight up. Good food, good food. You got a mixture of good food right there, yo. Yes, that's true. Okra. That's why I'm a okra. that's why I'm a fat ass, yo. Yeah, okra and motherfucking lasagna and shit, huh? Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's why you got the lasagna, the okra, the, the mm -hmm. green lasagna. Oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get it. Well, Indeed. Boom, but you was conceived by a a call it Grecian. Nah, you call a Greek. A Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greek and American, yo. Boom and boom. Money Maze came about in Boston. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you, the, you the older, you the older, or you younger. You the yeah, older yeah. I'm, yeah, I got one brother, one younger brother. He's three years yeah. younger than me. I, I, I look about the same age. So he just taller, yeah. yo. Yeah, exactly. The motherfucker. I was taller than him, like almost half my life, and then he sprouted up, fuck my shit up, man. Well, 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 let's, well, let's play a little bit about your upbringing and how what got you into hip hop, man. Yo, so like, you know, I, I grew up in suburban Massachusetts, like like any bang, other bang. fucking white boy, you know, like <laughs> whatever, whatever. Uh, you know, we grew up, I'd say, like lower middle class upbringing, you know, uh, things weren't like crazy tight or nothing. But like, you know, we weren't fucking traveling the world and like, you know, buying fucking Mercedes and shit, you know, Um yeah. But anyways, you know, as a kid, um, you know, I'd come home from school every day and do my homework, you know, in, in the living room with the TV on. And I would just always have MTV or BET on. And oh, right, right, right. yeah, so like in the in the like late 80s, you know, I don't know. My first experience <laughs> with music was probably like, you know, Michael Jackson and fucking wham, George Michael. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like. That was that shit back in the 80s. But then um, I had a, a cousin, an older cousin, um, like a lot older than me, uh, who who gifted me uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, he's the DJ and, and the Fresh Prince. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. He's the DJ and I'm the rapper album on cassette tape. Um, that was probably the first shit 
I ever received. Um, oh, oh, actually, I'm forgetting the best part. All right, here, my bad. All right. So all right. one day we moved to a new crib in the town uh, next door to the town I grew up in as a little kid. I'd, I'd say like when I was seven years old, I moved over mm-hmm. to the next town. So we were in this new new crib and we had a, a, a backyard and all that stuff now, right? And mm-hmm. one day I'm in the backyard with my brother and I li- there's a cassette tape just on my grass. So I walk over to that shit and uh, I pick it up. I don't know what the fuck it is. I come inside, put it in the boombox and play it. And I'm listening to it with my brother. The tape was EPMD, Strictly Business. Oh, shit. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. It, it was almost like we, we live kind of on a main road. So it was almost like somebody just huffed it out of their fucking window while driving by. Why would they do land. that? I don't know. I don't know. So. We put that that's in. That's not one to throw out. It's not one to throw out the window, that's, is it? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And and like that album was, I would say, the number one reason and cause of how I got heavily into rap music. Because wow. me and my brother, we just fell in love with that fucking album. Man. Like, um, we would just sit there and rewind the tape, like rewind the verse and try to recite it. And we, we would just memorize like every fucking song on the album nonstop. What else were Holy we to shit. do? There's, there's no social media. There's no computers. There's no nothing. We would just they sit there bites. with the boombox. Yeah, we have bikes and all that. We'd sit there with the boombox, just rewind that shit over and over, memorize every word. So then, like I said, doing homework after school, watching Yo! MTV raps, watching Rap City every day. Like I just had hip hop and hip hop music and culture in my face at all times. And I, I really just knew nothing else. Like I, I'd be listening to fucking Big Daddy Kane and Rock Kim and you know mm-hmm. Jazzy Jeff and uh, uh, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock on, on you know Yo MTV raps, and then like you know the shit would change over to like rock and roll with these fucking weirdos with their tight clothes on and fucking yeah. long hair. And I was like, man, I ain't with that shit. Like that shit's weird. So like <laughs> like. I don't know. I just was exposed to rap music and I was constantly seeing it on TV and I really liked the beats and the music and all of that. And that was it. I was, I was hooked from that day forward. I was just hooked. And then, you know, a couple years after that, Das Effects came out and that I was obsessed with the, the They Want Effects album. Yeah. And I, I was like, man, rap just can't get any better than this. And then a year later, fucking 36 Chambers came out and that changed my mm-hmm. whole life. That was yeah. that was that was 93 that. is that that year. Like yes, so for me, I, I I was thirteen, like when that came out. So it was like, I don't know, man. Like my age when I was born, it was perfect timing because I was in my teenage years in high school when like Wu Tang, Nas, Mob Deep, all Tri- of that came quest. out. Tribe, all of that. Mm-hmm. So I was just consuming all of that. I was learning about the world. I was learning about other people's lives and the struggles that they went through and this that and i just i was obsessed with the storytelling in rap music as compared to fucking sing you know songs with singing 90 percent of the shit they're just talking about i love you and it's like i don't give a fuck about you loving somebody else i want to hear you know some stories i want to hear some shit some struggles some fucked up things or i want to laugh you know what i mean and like true true indeed yeah rap music gave me all of that so it was like 
you know, listening to a Wu-Tang album is like reading like the dopest graphic novel, you know, like it takes you to another, <laughs> another world. So I, I don't know. Say that shit, up. say that shit, say that shit, man. Yeah, yeah you really man. talking, you really it's, talking my shit right now, bro. Yeah, bro. And, and it's like that because I came up on comic books too, although I, I would imagine you probably are even heavier but, into but that what, But what you said, but what you said about being funny and motherfucking hearing some stories and shit. I never yeah. really thought took that in consideration because, like, yeah, you write all these songs talking about I love this girl and this girl loves me and all this shit is about love and shit right there. And, like, you want to hear that shit constantly be, be, being beaten to your head. Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah it was just, it would all, it would just be boring to me. Like, you put on any song with singing that was on the radio back then. And like I said, I, probably 85% we're all about love or, or like a relationship or a problem with the girl. Hey, and I'm just like, bro, I don't give a fuck about your girl, man. Like, bro, like, <laughs> tell me some fu- yeah, <laughs> shout out Daniels. But like, I want to know, I want to learn some things or hear stories or laugh or, or be entertained. Like, give me other content than just love stories. And that's why I thought rap was just far superior to other music, man. True indeed, true indeed, true indeed. So, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you was a teenager, boom. You go to college, and I heard you uh, had a radio show. So yes. This is before you started rapping? Yes. Or after the radio it's, show? Go start. It, How did the radio show materialize? All right. So, um, I, all right. I went to Boston University to go to college, BU, right? And my brother did yeah. too. He, I, I was a senior when he was a freshman, right? So, um, my senior year of college, uh, my brother had a roommate who like did some classes in the school of communications building, which also dealt with like radio and TV and stuff like that. Like, you know, kids learning how to do film and all of that shit. Right. So his, yeah. So his roommate somehow got linked up with like the BU radio station. And, um, he got like a little radio show for like two hours, you know, on like Saturday nights. Right. Yeah. And, I don't know what happened, but some shit happened after like a month and he couldn't do the show no more. Right. Mm. So he was like, yo, you want to take over my radio show? I was like, I ain't never done radio. And I was like, fuck it though. I'll come through. Let's see what this shit's all about. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like this kid, he was a, he was a South Korean, um, I don't know how he, he like stereotypical Asian, like nerdy geeky guy who, who was good with computers and like into like technology. He was like that guy, you know, and, uh, God only knows what the fuck radio show his shit was. But when I came in, he was like, yo, the show's yours. We just won't tell the program director. He's like, they never, they never come to the radio station on Saturday nights. They won't even know that you're in here. Right. What the fuck? And, yeah. So I was like, word. So every Saturday night, I think from 10 p.m. to midnight, for two years after that, I, I did this radio show called... Uh, and no one knew? No, what yeah, no, well, people, people knew, but they, like people at BU, like nobody ever figured it out. So, so uh, we did this show called Underground Chaos, and okay. it was with my, with my dude, uh, Maddie Schoolmaster. Maddie Schools, okay. we used to call him, right? And Maddie one day... School. Yeah, so probably like the third fucking radio show we did, he just randomly called me Big Money Mike live on okay. the air. Okay, okay, okay. And then that turned into everybody calling me Money Mike, and okay. then that, and then that quickly turned into Money Miz. Money Miz, okay. Yeah, so so that's how that whole fucking nickname. How came was the Miz? How was the Miz? I was just getting Mike. sick of being called Mike, and and like um like when I started rapping, I didn't want to use like a like a, 
like a government name like Mike, you know what I mean? Yeah, big money <laughs> so, Mike. Yeah. So yeah. like I don't know, it, it, it transformed into Miz. Um because like I, I had some other friends, you know, who were Mike and the people would call them Miz and shit. And then like people started some people call me that sometimes, but it didn't really catch on. And then I just I kind of liked it and I was like, all right, that's my that's my username now. <laughs> okay. That was so, that. Boom. so you've been getting called Miz, Money Miz. Since like nineteen what? No, no, like uh, oh five, like oh five oh six, yeah, somewhere around five oh six. Okay, yeah, the, so the, the big record. money Mike name came in oh two, and then okay. like, probably like a couple two three years later, it transformed into Miz. Okay, so y'all motherfuckers out there, I don't know if some of y'all know, there's more than one money Miz out there. They have this motherfucker, the real money Miz on there, and they have a rapper named Money Miz who kind of sucks. I'm gonna say, yeah, what he I, does I, suck. I had to block him, yo. The rappers? Yeah, because I didn't want him to find my, my thing and then try to go at Instagram to get my handle. Okay, that's what's up. You know but, what they both, but they both suck. And yeah. they both don't got as many, many followers as Miz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, boy, that's, that's crazy as fuck, man. Because um, uh, one motherfucker, he took the Maserati sign, flipped it or some shit like that to make money Miz Entertainment or some shit like that. I saw it's I really, saw that guy. I blocked him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ain't even like popular or nothing like that. And the other nah. rapper dude, he has a beat by Harry Fraud and the song's just like is atrocious, man. It's pretty he, whack. He's you like a st- standard like industry rapper, man. Like they just pulled yeah. him out of nowhere and they're like, we're gonna make you a commercial star even though he ain't a fucking make, star. We're gonna make you a star. Yeah. Just, fuck all fuck yeah. all that shit. It, one time, you, one time, the uh, you know the DJ and producer Scram Jones, yeah, he was he was going to some club club event with that new rapper Money Miz, and he tagged me instead. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I was like, Scram. and I know I know Scram from from the website days. I was like, Scram man, <laughs> that's not me, bro. Don't fucking do that again. Yo. <laughs> hey yo, man, but I can't even find his social media. I can't find the other Money Miz or the the Black Money Miz. <laughs> Um, social media. He's he's like a, such a cornball man. If you look at his video, that dude is an extra cornball man. Yeah, I like, I never I never checked him out. I just somehow I found out about him. He showed up on my feed on Instagram one day, and I was like, oh, oh man, I was like, they got a bullshit. A they got a bullshit commercial rapper now calling himself Money Miz. I'm like I'm like whatever. I mean, it, Money Miz ain't some like unique name. I'm sure there's a million mics out there that call themselves that. You know. Uh, but whatever, I just blocked him because I didn't want him figuring mm. that shit out and then petitioning Instagram to, you know, give him the check mark and take my handle, you know, fuck that shit. Yeah, anyways. fuck that shit, like a motherfucker, yeah. so, so, so anyways, uh, the radio show I did for two years, it was called Underground Chaos. It was like a two-hour uh, Saturday night show. And yeah. um, this is how I really got into rap music, right? So I was trying to think of ways to make the show better with, with, uh, with Maddie Schools. And there was a club, there's a club in Cambridge, which is like, uh, like a big city, like adjacent to Boston. It's okay. even considered, it's considered like the greater Boston area. Anyways, there's a club there called the Middle East and yeah. uh, it's like, a, it's like a Middle Eastern. Yeah. It's like a Middle Eastern restaurant, but they got like concert venues at that restaurant also. It's like a big, like establishment. Right. So anyways, um, me and Maddie schools and like other kids, you know, from college, we would go to shows all the time and we started seeing, you know, local acts like seven L and esoteric, um, virtuoso, virtuoso, 
Uh, Rex, um, Terminology, Easy Money. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are all, they were all heavy in the local Boston rap scene back then. Uh, Pa Dukes, I don't know if anybody remembers him from back in the day. Um, Who else fucking was on the show, man? Trying to think here. Uh, Virtual Pa Dukes, uh, Easy Money. Yeah, Rex, Virtual, through all of them. Anyways, off the top of my head, I, I I started going to these shows and I was like, fuck it. I, I came up to the rappers afterwards. Like, yo, I got a, a underground rap radio show at BU and it's like local Boston radio. It's not just college. Like you could pick it up in your car, you know, driving. Uh-huh. Like, it was le- it was legit. So they were like, word. So I started getting them to come on the show to like freestyle and do interviews with me and shit like that. Um, and by doing that, I started getting a lot of connections in the local hip hop scene in Boston. Right. Where, where, and where? and uh, I met a crew, an underground crew. Uh, they, they had a little like independent record label called Get a Life Entertainment. Right. And, uh, there was a rapper named Jackson there, and Mateo Getz was like the owner of the little record label, um, and he was like a producer. And then their boy Golden Child, who's cousins with Thurston Howell the Third. Um, oh shit! Th- yeah, th- like he ma- he made beats too. So they kept telling me, like, they would always see me at the same shows and stuff and, you know, whatever. We just became kind of friendly and they invited me to their studio. So I went to their studio. They had like a home studio, but it was ill. They had a pool table. They had a full bar, you know, couches, TVs to kick back, chill, smoke blunts. And then they had like, uh, you know, they had a uh, recording, like booth, soundproof and all that. And, you know, all the equipment, whatever, whatever. All right. So we, me and my brother went through there one night and, you know. My brother, he was into writing rhymes more than I was. And we had like a few verses written because we dabbled just for fun, but we never recorded anything. We went to the studio that night. They played us some beats. We liked one of them. We recorded a song and the shit came out pretty good on our first try. Well, I mean, you know, it took a couple takes, but like, you know, once it was done, the first song we ever actually recorded came out pretty good. And they were like, yo, we, we want to make an album with you. You guys are, are nice. So we just, yo, for the next, like, two years, we'd be in the studio, like, three, four nights a week, either partying and smoking and drinking or making music. Yeah, so, like, from the radio show and getting connections, me and my brother, my younger brother, uh, shout out Riz Boski, he he goes by Man of War um, on the Watch City, Watch City, which is the name of our group. We're a Mm. duo. (laughs) Uh, And he got Man of War from a comic book. You ever, yeah, you ever you ever read those Valiant comic books back in the day with yeah. uh, X X O Man of War mm-hmm. and uh, Bloodshot? And I forgot mm-hmm. who else. Ninjax, I think, was one of them. So he loved that X O Man of War shit. So he just called himself a Man of War. Um, I with it. Yeah. So we we spent a couple years, you know, just recording mad songs. We probably did like fifty or sixty songs, and then we narrowed it down to our favorite twenty and put them on a CD. Pressed up a thousand copies, shrink wrap, you know, all that. Uh, we were selling them on CD Baby. <laughs> remember that shit back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had sales in Japan, France, England. We had one sale from Afghanistan in like what the 04, fuck? 04 or 05. And it must have <laughs> been a it must have been a US soldier. It had to have been. Who was over there, you know what I mean? So anyway, so we did that shit. We you know, we we made a, a fucking album called The Rhyme Monopoly. Um the name of the group is Watch City, which is the nickname of the uh city that we're from. Uh because it was the first watch factory in America was in the city that I'm from in, in Boston here. Okay, um, okay. 
Yeah, so we, we, it was for fun, man. We were doing this shit as a joke. It was like a hobby. And we, you know, we were like, oh, what do we call ourselves? Oh, call call ourselves Watch City. We from the Watch City, you know, like, ah. <laughs> it was like fucking retarded. We were little kids. We, my brother was like 18. I was like 21, you know, like, it was, it was like, whatever. So anyways, um, we did that. We, we sold probably 800 copies, you know, over the course of like a year or, or so. We would go to like every show and fucking pass them out, sell them, you know, five, 10 bucks a pop, whatever, whatever. Um, and then shortly after that, a couple years later, I moved to New York uh, with my girlfriend at the time. I lived in downtown Brooklyn and I started a website, hiphopandbs.com. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I think that's around the time me and you started being friendly, like oh seven, oh eight. Oh, um, I didn't really know you was Watch City, but I vividly remember that Watch City was on my Instagram, not in MySpace. Yeah, Before, we had a MySpace page, and all, yeah, that was yeah. us. That, that was but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but then um, fucking um, yeah, hip hop BS is when I like we was like talking back and forth on Twitter, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. website, yo indeed yeah. indeed yeah i was heavy on twitter back then and uh like hip-hop and bs uh that came around because i moved to new york and like you know most of my friends were back in boston and i was still like heavily into rap music as a fan you know and um you know i would always talk about rap with my friends and you know i'd burn cds for them and shit and, mm-hmm. you know whatever whatever right so now that i moved away you know, some of my friends would always hit me up like, yo, what's coming out? What's new? What's good? Yo, is this album good? Is this one good? You know, so I was like, fucking my, my girlfriend was like, yo, why don't you start a blog? Because like in the mid 2000s, blogs were the shit. Everybody was the into pop, these yeah. blogs, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's that's a cool idea. I was like, let me see how I can do that shit. So um, I made hip hop and bullshit dot blogspot dot com <laughs> back in the day right and that's how i first started off and it was mainly just for me to update that page so that my friends back home could go see what was new and if i liked it or not you know i do like a right. little album review or i i drop like you know new album of the week or you know whatever the fuck it was and um and then it, it started to become pretty fun, like writing articles and doing shit like that and kind of spreading the word about the rap that I like and I listen to, right? So, and my friends were digging it. Everything was cool, whatever. And they said that, like, I, they were like, yo, you write pretty well. You should you should keep this shit up. So I turned it into a, I, I, I linked back up with my brother's Korean roommate who was a whiz with computers. And he, he oh, made shit. me, yeah, he made me the website, the official shit, hiphopandbs.com. And we had that shit looking like, like a beautiful fucking website just like any other major you know hip-hop news website and um from there i was trying to think of like yo how can i get some traffic on the website like everybody got a hip-hop blog you know like how do i pull some traffic so i started thinking of like weekly articles i could do you know you got like you know joint of the week for, for like song of the week you know rapper of the week whatever uh bullshit of the week we call it hip-hop and bullshit.com so i would shit on like you know, a trap rapper or something every week and write a big article about why they fucking, why they whack. Um, and then all of a sudden it dawned on me one night, I'm sitting there like, yo, I, I, cause I was on Twitter and you can see a lot of these hip hop video vixens on Twitter and all this shit. I was like, yo, I'm going to do a weekly interview with like a hip hop video model. And maybe that'll get more dudes coming to the website. So I, uh, I linked up with Elkie the Stallion. Anybody remember her? 
she was um she was the fucking model from what the fuck is that outcast video i like the way you move dun, dun, yeah. dun. you know that one what the fuck song is that man i forgot the name how did i forget that that's shit? a that's a outcast yeah yeah it, um god damn it though i forgot the name but anyways you know that song i like the way you move i can't even sing yo but whatever so she was in that music video and she was like the thickest bitch i ever seen in my life at that time <laughs> so i i seen her on twitter somehow whatever i messaged her told her about the website and i let her know like yo we do this weekly model feature called donkey of the week mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah, and badasses yeah yeah and the donkey of the week was for donkey booties big old yeah. floppy donkey booties right so i i was like i'm gonna go with like i'm gonna corner the market on big booties right mm. so what i did was i created a situation where i would interview a model every week we call it the donkey of the week she uh-huh. would answer a bunch of questions about her work in the hip-hop music videos and i would keep it as professional as possible you know what i mean mm. but my requirement was every bitch had to have at least a 42 inch minimum booty god damn right? there was a measurement requirement yeah, I, I was aware of this. No, no, no. This this was hilarious, Luke. Right? So <laughs> so peep this. Once this popped off, right? I tell Elkie about it and she was down. So she was the first model I ever interviewed. You know, Holy quote shit. unquote model, right? So I, yeah. I interview her, you know, it, it was cool because because it tied into hip hop still, because they were all doing hip hop music videos. So mm-hmm. like we could we could still talk about rap music, but really, I was just trying to flash their asses on my website so that so motherfuckers would come peep it, you know. So, so we did this donkey the week shit, and it blew the fuck up, bro. Like it was insane. It got to the point where, like, every Sunday night, me and my girlfriend would be laying in the bed, and I'd have my laptop, and we would be going through the emails, and it would be like the the managers of the models would be sending me their model portfolio like so i yeah yeah so i would be able to see like you know 10 to 15 pictures of the model like professionally done and they would submit this to try and get a spot on the donkey of the week interview because i was like one of the only guys who was actually showcasing the model not just like putting her picture on my site i was doing a full-blown interview with them so they could promote whatever the fuck they had going on and um yo it blew up man i had malaya michelle remember her she was fucking drake for a while there i interviewed Hell her no, like, i don't remember oh man lukey man lukey i gotta, I gotta these bitches. yeah 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 bro i follow all everybody wonders why i'm like every time I, I get dms from people they're like miss how come you follow every ig ho every time i go to an ig host page it always says followed by money <laughs> man. and yo and it's because honestly i've interviewed half of them i i know half of them in real life like and you know i'm a connoisseur of big booties too so whatever whatever the donkey of the day a donkey of the donkey of the week back i well i here's the thing here's the thing i want to bring it back right but my first instagram page got shut down because i was doing that i used to be at money miss now i'm at money that's why okay yes yes because they fucking deleted my instagram page because i was putting too much ass up at the time apparently they didn't like that shit so i got shut down and i stopped posting uh big booty models and shit but 
Damn. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, so here, you want to hear, wanna hear a mad funny story actually about one of the yeah. models? Because this this was wild, right? So back then with the website, um, I I was on the press pass at almost every hip hop club in the five boroughs, right? Because mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of like free promo for rappers and their managers or for clubs. I you know I put posters up for concerts coming up, uh, links to buy tickets, all of that, right? So a lot of these clubs were loving my website. And they were like, yo, man, anytime, you know, you, you get in free, uh, you know, if, if you want to go backstage and get interviews, do your thing. It was awesome, right? So right, right, right. I got in close with the head booker of rap shows at SOBs in New York, which is like a famous, like, hip-hop club uh, over there. Well, it's not only hip-hop, but they do, like, two hip-hop shows a week, I think, over there. Anyways, right, long right. story short, long story short, the guy who booked all the shows would hook me up with, um, you know, press pass to go in all the time. So I'm there, I'm chilling with him at the bar in the back. His name's Parrish McKittrick. Shout out Parrish. Um, he was like, yo, Miz, I just met some guy who manages a hip hop video vixen and they want to meet. And I was like, word. I was like, cool. So they, they came over and, um, the fucking girl, right? Her face was so busted, Lukey. Like, oh my god, <laughs> yo, like super duper ugly, right? Is she a vi- video vixen? Yeah, well, that's what they said she was. I, I, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I, ain't yeah. never, I ain't never seen this chick, right? So <laughs> the ma- you know, I, I, I introduced myself. They introduced themselves. It's all good. Parrish is like, cool, y'all met, and he dipped because he had to go do some shit. And the manager just looks at the girl after Parrish left, and he's like, turn around. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? He's like, turn around. He's like ordering her to turn around. She turns around. You know, she's wearing like spandex or some shit, right? Yeah. She turns around, pulls like her pants down to, to expose her booty to me, right? Okay. Yeah. And the, right in the middle of the club, there's mad people there. And the manager is just looking at me. He's like, he's like, yo, is that good enough for the website? <laughs> <laughs> because, because apparently Parrish told him that I have a strict... 42 inch minimum booty requirement to be featured on the website. (laughs) So this fucking guy literally had her whip her ass out in public to see if I liked it enough to feature her on my website. I gave them my card. I was like, word, you know, I was polite. I was like, oh yeah, no problem. Here's my card. I was like, email me her portfolio, you know, submit that. And then we'll, we'll try and schedule an interview. And then, you know, he emailed me. I never replied. Yo, it was okay. trash. Trust me, it was <sighs> trash. And 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 the thing was like every Sunday night I'd I'd lay on the bed and me and my girlfriend would literally go through the model submission emails and she my girlfriend would pick out the donkey of the week every week. <laughs> oh shit. That's some dope shit right there. Yo, and I had some doozies on that shit, man. God it, yo, I had like every stripper in New York on my website. It was fucking crazy, man. <laughs> Some wild shit. Now, how did Anyways, you like yeah. stop doing the site? How did you, okay, did you okay. So that came about uh, in 2011. Me and my girlfriend broke up after 10 years. She was like my girlfriend from college, yo. We broke up. I was disgusted at life. I moved back to Boston. My dad was in the hospital in a fucking coma back then. Mm. All right. He had. Well, that's another story. He's good though. He survived. Um, and. I was, she wanted me to move, like, she wanted to go to some international, like, graduate school in fucking Dubai. And I was like, yo, I ain't following you around the world <laughs> right now. My dad's sick. I don't know. Whatever. She wanted to get married. We were together for 10 years. I don't blame her. 
she was probably furious that I didn't propose yet. Anyways, whatever. So I moved back to Boston. We broke up. I moved back to Boston. Boom. I come back to Boston. I can't get any interviews. Bro, I was interviewing. Mm. Forget the, the, the bitches, the donkeys, bro. I was interviewing everybody. I interviewed uh, Willie the Kid. He was my first interview. Styles P, Cool G Rap, Shaheem, fucking Killer Army at the Shaolin Temple in New York. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I interviewed them there. La the Dark Man. Herb McGruff, I fucking interviewed him up up on the block, 139 and Lennox. We, we went to a, uh, like a Southern Comfort Food place over there with his manager. Um, Granddaddy, IU, Rusty Jooks, I don't know, the list goes on and on and on. And, like, you know, I had great content on the website, if you remember back then. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and then, like, moving back to Boston, it's like, bro, I can't just go down the street and interview Shaheem. Like, nah. all these guys live there, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, the content to the website was suffering because I was in Boston and I just got, you know, I was sick of life, man. I was uh, with a girl for 10 years. We broke up. I had to move back to Boston from New York, boring ass Boston compared to New York. You know, it was, it was shitty and I wasn't getting the interviews I needed. I was like, fuck this shit. I quit the website. It was done. So 2011, I deaded that shit and I was pissed off at rap music. Everything was fucking trap bullshit. And yo, I just started going out and partying like with my boys in my thirties because like we, we broke up when I turned 30 basically. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it was actually the, the night of my birthday, 30 years old. I, I saw Raekwon and Ghostface live at uh BB Kings in times square <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and D block opened up from best birthday ever. Then I came home, broke up with my girlfriend and that was that move, move back home. <laughs> Same night. Wow, shit. Yeah, it was wild. All right. Uh, so anyways, I come back and yo, I, I start partying, going out to the clubs. I'm drinking like crazy, fucking wilding out, listening to trap music. Bro, I was I was riding in my whip, listening to Rick Ross, fucking Meek Mill, all, all of these motherfuckers. You know, Drake sometimes would come in. Bro, I was a fucking drunk party animal, all about this club life, you know? And yeah. I never looked for fucking rap music ever. I wasn't, I was like, fuck it. I did that shit 16 hours a day on my website. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done with rap. Fuck this. The new music is trash. I don't care. And then after like five years of not checking for any new rap music and only listening to trap bullshit on the radio or like all the old golden era shit that I always keep in rotation. Right. Uh, then one day in March 2016, my younger brother hits me up and he's like, yo, Mike, I just found a new rap album that I think you would love. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, I don't know, it's some dude named Westside Gun, Fly God. He's like, you ever heard of this? I was like, nah. He's like, mm. he's, he's got uh, Action Bronson on it, Rock Marciano. Uh, you know, he was naming some of the features. He's like, it seems like it's good. So he fucking downloads it on iTunes, comes to my crib. We go riding his whip and we're playing it. I hear dunks. That was it. That was it. it I, 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 I was like, yo. I was like, I want to bring my website back without doing the website. So I just turned my Instagram back into like rap. I went exclusively rap. And, and then three years after that, you convinced me to do a fucking podcast. And here we are. <laughs> well, 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 finally. Uh, finally, yeah. yo. Finally, we doing something. Finally, after all these yeah. years, bro. <laughs> I'm glad you talked me into this shit, too, because this is the funniest shit I ever did, man. <laughs> well, it, it, it really is, yo. This, that's an incredible story. From here to there, I remember the uh, the other episode where you said you had the uh, you were be behaving yourself and you listened to uh, Doggy Style. Yeah, <laughs> made, yeah, as a young man. Yep. 
yo, that's yo, shit, yo. Yo, and, and when I graduated high school, you know how they give you like, like senior year, some some schools will give you like funny awards at the end of the year. What do they call yeah. them? Like su- superlative awards or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. They, they they created a whole new certificate for me and gave me the Andrew Dice Clay Awards. Really? Yeah, because I had the dirtiest mouth in school. And then I come home <laughs> with the fucking Andrew Dice Clay Award on a plaque. And my mom's like, what the fuck is this? Why are they calling you Andrew Dice Clay? And I'm like, and she worked for the school, so she was oh, wicked. Shit. Oh, she was embarrassed. She, y'all, they fucking. My parents were so pissed at me. But anyways, little did they know I got the dirtiest mouth ever. Yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that. So anyways, enough about me, Lukey. Enough about me, man. Let's talk about you, bro. Oh shit. Yeah, oh, man. man. My story, I guess. I don't know. Like, how about? Let's start off like how you got into rap as a kid and shit. If you did, like how how'd you come up? Okay, um, I wasn't allowed to li- listen to rap music. I was, Word. you know how like you got porno stuck underneath your bed and shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I had tapes and CDs underneath my bed instead of pornos and and nudie magazines. First, I'm from a small town. Everybody think I'm from like New York, like East New York, uh, Brooklyn or some shit like that. I was born in Louisville, Kentucky. You know what I'm saying I was raised in a small town, population of five thousand, the Soto, wow. Missouri. My father's a pastor. Uh, I didn't know my mom growing up. The last thing I remember of my mom was um, like boom, like my dad was in my mom's face, my mom in my dad's face. My mom hit him, then he dragged oh, out shit. the house. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I vividly yep. remember I'm on the bed watching um an old Fantastic Four. You know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. sister like starts crying, saying, it's okay, brother. And I push her away because I'm trying to watch Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I don't know the significance of what the fuck's going on. So yep. I'm raised with my dad, and he's like real strict. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He gave us a pretty good life. Like, I ran track, played basketball, AAU, USA Word. track. I was really good, breaking records and shit, getting mad yeah, buckets and shit. But I didn't <laughs> like where I was at. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't like where I was at. You know what I'm saying? So being in a place you don't like, you know what I'm saying? It gave you Gave me an imagination. You know what I'm saying? Were, were, so like, were, you, were you still in the, the small town of 5,000 people at that time? Hell yeah. I was, I was there till I was about 18. So, boom, I'm sitting there. What's, what's it like coming yeah. up in a town of 5,000 people? It was a small little racist town, man. It was not, it wasn't, everybody knows everybody, but I felt like a fish out of water. I didn't feel good there. I didn't feel like I belonged there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's like, fucked. I hate, I didn't not necessarily not like it, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, I knew I wasn't supposed to be there with all them motherfuckers, yo. That sounds like it might be even worse that it's such a small town and everybody knows everybody. Because then it's like, your feeling of sticking out is even, is amplified even more because you're like a big fish in a small pond, kind of. You know what I mean? and check it out. Like I said in the song, I said, the Soto, Missouri, that's where I'm from with the black population is like negative one. I'm like one of like 12 <laughs> black kids. That's you know crazy. Like definitely I was probably like 12 black kids in the school. Like when I went to St. Louis, cause I'm, we, outside of St. Louis, like I just felt like I was like around black people. Like, yeah, I'm around black people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. long story longer, like I, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things. Cause I was sheltered. Mm-hmm. So I sneak out a lot or whatever. But when I was in my room, I had three things. I had mm-hmm. Marvel, some Marvel comic books. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I had a cassette, VH cassette tape of Star Wars A New Hope. 
Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I had Wu Tang 36 Chambers in 1993. You know what I'm saying? My so, dude, that's all you need right yeah. there, bro. <laughs> what, what, what? My first thing with hip hop was um, um, Gangstar, um, De La Soul, shit like that. Just watching, yep. going to my grandma's house because she had cable. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's what I, I like to hear. But when I heard, when I saw on TV, you know what I'm saying? Um, Inspector Deck talking about uh, terrorizing your town like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like a neighborhood Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm like, oh yep. shit, I like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So that became, kids was watching Power Rangers in 93. I yep. was a Wu-Tang head. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. I want to do everything like Wu-Tang and shit, man. I want to do all that, all that shit. So that's what really encompassed me. Yeah, because like, I don't know, but being in that town, reading comic books, it gave me a way to escape the place that I was. So I can sit down even right now and be in a different galaxy, a different town, be in any, any different place for being, being where I'm at. That's why I kind of rap about what I rap about. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Well, I graduated 01, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a track scholarship to Lincoln University. I said, fuck that, because I don't want to be around Missouri anymore. Yep. So I came down to down, down to Georgia, Atlanta. Dog, you must have been ill with track. You got a scholarship and all that? That's sick. Yeah, fuck that. I was all right, man. Fuck it. Man. But I just didn't want to. My dad went to that same school. Yep. So I, like, yep. didn't, I didn't want to go to that school, man. I didn't want to go to that school, bro. I wanted to yep. escape my father. I, I met my mom when I was 17. You know what I'm saying? So meeting her was really, really good for the simple fact that I knew a little bit more about myself. You know what I'm saying? Because like I, 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 I really realized why I was funny and shit. My mom funny. Yep. My dad ain't funny at all. Well, he's funny, <laughs> but it's all about discipline. And it, like, right. Uh, so if he was funny, yeah. he didn't really let you see that too much. He did, but it was other people. It mm-hmm. wasn't with us. With the, with uh, me and my sister. I'm a yep. young, I'm a, I got an older sister, so boom. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole different story right there. It's kind of like a traumatic childhood, but it's nothing. I was never really hungry. Yep. Uh, I never, I didn't get, really get cool clothes nothing like that until I started like making money myself. Yep. But it wasn't really a bad childhood. It wasn't mm-hmm. bad. I was just, it was just different. It, yep. Other people probably wouldn't have went through this shit and shot the school up. Not me. You know what I'm saying? Word, word, not, word. Not at all. So like, That's good. Boom, like <laughs> definitely, definitely good. So I go down to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go to college. I meet one of my best friends. Die. I'm playing basketball and shit. You know what I'm saying during the time where hip hop sucked for you, mm-hmm. I still had good music. I was listening to fucking uh, Tanya Morgan and uh, Little Little Brother and um, Spec Boogie. Who yep. else? Who else? The fuck. It was like a little collective un, un, underground that, and I still was listening to like Ghostface. Ghostface albums was okay back mm-hmm. then. Through that mm-hmm. bad part part of time, but hip hop yep. still wasn't like that. We listen, we listen to old shit. Me, and my homie, dialect. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Nickname die. So mm-hmm. yeah, but um, hip hop really changed for me whenever I met my homie O Slick, and um, he rapped. I got in the car. He's my boss. You know what I'm saying? So I got in the car and he played some music for me. I like this shit is ill, man. It was like mm-hmm. mad piano and shit. I'm like, yo, that shit is. Dope. Then he did a song. Where he just rhymed the alphabet A to A to Z like uh, Papoose did before yep. Papoose did it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, this shit is ill. So yo, that's me. I'm like, nigga, you rap. I didn't even know it was possible for regular motherfuckers that had jobs to rap. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, this is my boss. 
and he still. So I like went to the crib. I started writing. I'm like, he can rap. I'm gonna rap too. So oh, I, 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 yeah, I rap. So I spit it for him, and I said, but I don't know how I'm gonna say it. <clears throat> he said, you say it like that. I'm like, oh, that shit sounds whack. But anyway, boom. Mm-hmm. But after I realized I could rap, that's when I thought a lot of motherfuckers was rap was whack. I was like, oh shit, I'm saying shit ten times better than these niggas. They mm-hmm, shouldn't even like, mm-hmm. yeah, because I like funny shit. I'm a funny dude myself. So, yep. like you said, you want to hear some funny shit. You want to hear some dope lines, dope metaphors and shit. I feel like I'm saying a lot of shit funnier than all these rappers, yo. So mm-hmm. like, that's when hip hop definitely changed for me. When I realized I could rap better than some of these rappers. You know what I'm saying? Puts a whole so, new uh, outlook on the shit you listen to, right? Hell yeah, hell yeah. But another another place where it really changed when I found MF Doom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I already was exposed to Cool Keith. You know what I'm saying? It was it was dope to me. But when I heard Doom dissing the Fantastic Four and shit in yep. the song and shit, I was like, yo, this is all up my alley right here. I'm at the comic book store every Wednesday with these nerds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Another thing, I, I hooped in basketball leagues and shit. There's a gym on Memorial Drive. Right to the right of it was a comic book store called the Dragon's, the Dragon's Horde. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I went in the Dragon's Horde to pick up my fucking comic books. I go to the back. You see basketball players back there playing Pokemon. No shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck this big nigga back here doing with Pokemon cards, man? Where, like, this nigga motherfucker 6'7". He back here playing Pokemon? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> word, word, word. Then, a, then the big nigga come in there. He like five minutes late for the tournament. He start cursing out Tony, the nigga that run the comic book store. I'm like, yo, this nigga's gonna pull a pistol out on Tony over not getting on in a Pokemon tournament? <laughs> yo, that's wild. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. And he has, his hoop, he has his hooping clothes on. So he probably hooped and the game ended late so he couldn't get into the Pokemon tournament. That's when I realized <laughs> nerds is regular motherfuckers too. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I started rapping. I did a, a little compilation with this record label called Sasperoni, and I had a tape. But it, it was really more like spoken word. It wasn't really like rap like I do now. It was not on beat whatsoever to me. You know yep. what I'm saying? So like, boom. Like, I don't know. You can tell me shit though when I drop that shit because like <laughs> it sold out. It was one of the only two, three tapes to sell out quick. It's what was that one called? It's called uh, wisdom. Really, was knowledge is wisdom, but it's spelled nah, like n a w w w, like nah, ledge. Yeah, I know the ledge. Wisdom, w w i z, because my name's my name's is, is basically is yep. and dumb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I rapped about all the serial characters was beefing in there and shit. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the song is called Serial Yo, and I got mm-hmm. a song about remember that little little black kid who said um, what do you say um? The motherfucker said, uh, I don't want to do harass shit with my friends. You know what I'm talking um, about? No. He, he stole a car. He stole a car in Virginia and he wrecked the car. And his grandma said, I'll whoop, I'll, I'll be, I'll whoop his tail right now. Uh, uh, shit. Some, some other people know. Latarian Milton. I did a song about him. It tape sold out quick. You know what I'm saying? I thought, yo, I'm finna blow up, man. Fuck it. But, uh, I, I didn't. Oh, well. But, boy. <laughs> But just like you putting together CDs, I always know know a good. I get all my favorite Slum Village songs, all my mm-hmm. favorite uh, Ghost Bay songs, all my favorite Raekwon songs, and I burn them using LimeWire and give them to my friends like mixtapes and shit. 
Yup. Yup. I was doing the same shit. Yeah, yeah. I think I thought I was K Slayer flexing some shit. Without no microphone. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. What else happened to change? Oh, I met my one of my other best friends, Brock Landers, and like he's a. Look, I'm sorry, Brock. Brock was a criminal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like a, a fresh criminal, Puerto Rican kid. Yeah. Like we, we got put on this like little small record label called Strange Gibberish Recordings. So they, they dropped a compilation mixtape. I did a song called Monster Hero. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm talking about like I'm a monster, I'm a hero, I'm a monster hero. Basically say I'm a villain and a good guy at the same time. Word. And he dropped this song called uh, Utopian Society. And like how he's writing to escape, like where he's at, because he uh-huh. tells he tells me stories about going to the train, rob everybody on the train on the subway and shit. Right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, cool, boom. I'm gonna do that too for work. So that's my whole. And matter of fact, Mister Motherfucking Esquire has bitten everything about Brock Landers to become the rapper he is right now, because that's Brock's homie right there. Mr. Oh, Motherfucker Esquire. Definitely. You hear Sid, the Brock has said, come out of Mr. Motherfucker Esquire's mouth, but they cool, so it's okay. You know what I'm saying? But I've taken right, from right. Brock as well. I take it from Brock and O Slick to formulate me. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it's okay. Yep. Well, we're. Now, I'm going to say it like 24, 25 is when I got into little gangster shit down here mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. I experienced a lot of organized crime, a lot of drug sales. I even went to Beaufort Highway and uh, we. Mexican Mafia down there. We finna buy weed for the Mexican Mafia. We wow. see a little kid. Yeah, we see a little kid there. Dude comes in there, exchanges something, leaves with the little kid. What, you, what the fuck you think happened? <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. She bought the kid probably. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I don't saw it. Yeah. So it's like, beautiful highway. It's like motherfucking, I don't know, man. It's little Mexico, little Cambodia, little Korea, little China. All that shit is down there, son. You can get whatever you want down there. So my days from probably like 24 to 28, I'm going to say 29, was filled with a lot of fun. I was rolling with my cousin. He's from Compton. He would like set trip, get mad money. You know what I'm saying? It was like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But it's a time where I think I could have lost my life at least seven times. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, yo, Jesus. Yeah. We was walking from uh, this bar. After some party or whatever, three cars lined up around my cousin's car. You know what I'm saying? Three cars. So mm-hmm. he told me to go walk on the other side of the street. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the other side. They all speed off. That could have turned out ugly. You know what I'm saying? Word. Yeah. But I'm loving this shit, B. I'm loving it. <laughs> loving it. We at this one bar. My cousin see a dude that's supposed to bail one of our homies out. He takes him and like, okay, he's up high. The little kid's up high. Grabs him down in the club and starts beating his ass. No one stops my cousin from beating his ass. I'm sitting there shook. You know what I'm saying? I love this shit. Glenwood Day, the first week. Glenwood Day in Atlanta, Georgia. It's like all these days. Kirkwood Day, Glenwood Day. All these days where people get their cars, they barbecue, they drive the streets with their cars and shit. First mm-hmm. Glenwood Day I ever went to was with my homie Arthur. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dude runs up, kills a nigga right in front of me. I'm just standing there. You know Holy saying? shit. But I've never seen nobody get killed before. Yeah. So I'm just standing there like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, he don't, he don't run. You know what I'm saying? He don't, there's no blood. You know what I'm saying? He don't run. A, there's not like a movie scene. He is yeah. on the ground dead. I'm just yeah. looking at him. The dude looks at me and runs the fuck off. You know what I'm saying? 
And I, I'm just wow. standing there like, yeah, but I'm shook. I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm like, yeah, nigga dead, man. Man, he nigga dead. So I'm like, after that, everybody wanted to hang out with me because I was like, man, motherfuckers from Missouri, they ain't scared of shit, man. <laughs> I, I probably, I probably peed on myself a little bit. Yo, I... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yup. What? You, so you like, probably man, just frozen shot. I was frozen, you know? I'm yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't. I didn't know what the fuck's going on. But after that, Shit, a lot of the hoopers bro. around town, I was hooping with them, you know what I'm saying? Because they thought I wasn't scared of nothing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, but, man, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, man. I didn't, you know? So, boom. That's wild. All this shit, yeah. All these experiences, like my cousin, he got, my other cousin Mario, got fired from his job. Matter of fact, he was on the phone the other day. Yesterday, my cousin Mario came through. Remember yesterday when we was on the yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah. Yes, door? I do. So, boom. I do. So, yeah, he got fired from his job. He went to Damn. the aisle and he got mad baking soda because he was going to start cooking up. Yeah. Got, we worked at the same job. He got fired. So yep. being around all this shit and having the comic book mind that I have has made me formulate this whole gangster nerd shit that I feel like I have a right to talk about because I've been around this shit a little yep. bit. Like not more than if somebody does, does gangster shit full time. So I've had my job for 15 years, only missed three days. You know what I'm saying? So word. That's what I, I go to work. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Work. So like, but that's how I formulated this shit right here. So I'm in tune with the streets a tad bit. You know what I'm saying? It's not something I really be proud of, but it's something right. that I loved it. I loved it. Like niggas really <laughs> love this shit. Like it was so fun. Right. Feeling like you, you like untouchable. Feeling like, cause my cousin is a real respected, but people like also don't fuck with him because he do a lot of dumb shit type deal. But mm -hmm. I, it was so fun. So I, that's how I formulated this gangster sh nerd court court rap shit. You know what I'm saying? I, but I love I love that phrase. Is, is that something that you came up with? I came up with um, nerd boy fresh. Yeah, that, that's my shit. Nerd boy fresh. I love that. <laughs> nerd boy fresh shit. That's my shit right there. Excuse me. I thought it was a million dollar idea. I ain't really put it out there yet like that. But uh, yeah. But that's the reason why I, I can talk and relate to motherfuckers who did a life of crime, but also. Motherfucker want to come up here and talk to me about certain shit, about comic books. I'm going to trump you. And I got that shit underneath my bed right now in a fucking uh, bag and boarded and shit, yo. So, yo, you the, you the comic book king straight up, man. <laughs> not really because so many other people like Dave, Dave, Dave Prouch, the dude to do the artwork. He trumps mm -hmm. me. But that but he doesn't know anything about sports. Me, I know shit about sports. I'm well-rounded in like a lot of this shit. But nerd right, right. is where I, it all started. You know what I'm saying? Samurai Pizza Cats, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucking all this. Yeah. Samurai That's, Pizza Cats. Samurai Pizza Cats, all this Yo. shit. Just, I used to love Jim and the Holograms. I got a song called Jim and the Holograms. I'm, I'm, Cause my sister wouldn't let me watch Spider-Man and Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I'm watching Jim and the Holograms and they blowing up the house and girl on drugs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Crazy shit. But I like that is what encompasses me. You know what I'm saying? What's but, What's um? Yeah. What's like? What's like one of your favorite comic books? Um, Mask of Doom. Okay, check it out. Mm -hmm. Mask of Doom is Fantastic Four, and the um, Doom mask is like floating around because it's like they think he's dead, but he's not. But my favorite comic book series is Green Lantern. Everybody think I'm just DC. Yep. Green Lantern is my favorite comic book. 
My favorite no comic shit. book character. Yeah, I don't got no favorite really comic book character. I don't. I, just, I like mm-hmm. a lot of them. I like Avengers mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. 80s Avengers doing Secret Wars and shit. Yep. That's like 83 to like, yeah, that's 83 right there. Uh, Not 83. Se- yeah, Secret, Secret, War. Secret Wars. Yo, you just reminded me of um The Last Emperor. <laughs> Remember him? Yeah, he was uh, that dope he- shit. Yeah, he he had that song called Secret Wars Part One, and he was like, uh, I didn't like it though. I didn't like. He it. was he was doing like rappers versus comic book characters or whatever. Yeah, but I didn't like the beat. I was yeah, like, it was I. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Every, everybody praised that song like it's like so so dope. But uh, Thurston Howe, uh, uh, was it Make a Love to a Comic Book Bitch? Shit like yep. that. <laughs> MF Doom. <laughs> Uh, Batty Boys and shit like that. That's more of my Steve's. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. it's like fresh and fly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't no nerdy shit. I, I yeah, try not to make my nerdy his, shit nerdy. His, you know his, that last Emperor shit was definitely nerdy. That was all the way in. Super nerdy. <laughs> and that's why a lot of nerdcore rappers don't really accept me in their genre of music because I'm not nerdy. I'm still keeping it fresh. I'm trying to get these combo bitches high and fuck them. And right. like, fuck, fuck Wonder Woman while she eats Mystique's pussy or some shit like that. Yeah, see, I I would much ra- like that. I, I'd much rather listen to shit like that than some dudes nerding out over comic books, man. At least you bring it back to the real world on some real shit. <laughs> yeah, because you try to take something and humanize it because that's really what my mind was as a youth. Like, yep. Matter of fact, I'm going back to when I was a kid. When you read Marvel comics, why I love them so much is because it said Harlem, it said Brooklyn, it said Queens, and these are real places. Like, yep. Um, yeah, like Gray Malkin Lane, that's in, in New York. That's where the X-Men, the uh, schools, Xavier's Academy for Gifted Youngsters, Youngster, that's where that was. And it's a real place. It's a real address. So as a kid reading this, you know what I'm saying? Because I could read early because my sister taught me. I think this shit is real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to this day, I had never seen them before. It doesn't mean they ain't real. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Hell yeah. So that's yeah. So that's what really got me on my path, man. And that I I, I respected hip hop so much, I didn't rap. I felt like I was no good until I heard my homie Slick. Then I was like, okay, not because I thought Slick was whack. I thought Slick was dope, but I thought he's regular. Let me do it too, man. I was just trying to hang out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's Word. the reason why I, I, I did that shit. Started rapping. I didn't rap. I didn't want to rap for a very long time. I felt like yo. I don't want to disrespect this culture that I love so much. So that's why I didn't rap. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, but, but then look, you got in. Then you got in and you got in, bro. Like, uh, I, I peeped your, your band camp recently, man. You got you got like five albums up on there right now. <laughs> yeah, but I got I got um a whole the whole Nerd Boy Fresh series and shit is is really up there. It's like it's like, but I think I'm gonna stop it because I need to go ahead and do other shit with uh I need to join. If I'm gonna rap, I gotta join the force out right now. You know what I'm saying? The force, which is, you know what I'm saying? Like the Daniel Sons, the Rigs, the Rome Streets. I gotta get in right there if I'm gonna continue to rap. I don't wanna be over here and get MC Lars or MC Chris and rap yeah. with them motherfuckers. You know right, who MC right. Chris is? No, but I, I'm assuming. Don't, it's don't, don't listen to some it. Don't listen to it. Shit. <laughs> You'll be upset. You'll be upset, man. But I. I <laughs> I don't really dig the content, but I dig that, like, yeah, he has, I don't, I don't dig that shit, bro. I make that shit to make you want to work, 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 
go to work. I'm like, nah, nigga, and I ain't trying to hear nothing to make me want to go to work, my dude. <laughs> yeah, that's bad corny, bro. <laughs> bro, it is. And he sounds high-pitched and shit. You probably say, you sound like a pussy. Yeah. yeah MC yeah, Law, she sound like a pussy. Yeah, but that's what really shit. is. But also, man, I'm a fly dude. These nerds don't dress. Right. Good. Not you know at saying? all. Yeah, so I'm a fly dude, and that's why when I go to Dragon Con or any of these nerdy cons, I ain't never dressed up, man. Never. I remember one year we was in there with, and we met this dude. Me and my homie Els met this dude. We was in there finding people to sell cocaine to be in the Marriott. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I gotta Word. come down to Atlanta, Luki. What the fuck? This year it's happening 100%, man. I gotta yeah, come down. Yeah, you don't wanna go to Dragon Con, though. You don't wanna go no, to Dragon Con. Whatever. I'll come down and fuck, <laughs> fuck around with whatever, whatever you fucking with. We going, man. Word. You with, gotta go man. to strip club. Matter of oh, fact, that, yeah, we say that all the time. That's 100% we, going down. Blue Flame, maybe West Side Gum will be there. But check it out. Here's a funny thing about me, me and my homie Jamal. Jamal was real nerdy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, cool dude. Mm-hmm. What up, Jamal? We was down there at Momo Con one time, and mm-hmm. this dude, um, okay, he's a, he's a little corny short white boy. He said he had $500 cash on him, and he wanted to find some weed. I'm like, what? So Jamal how had much a fucking, friend there. How much fucking weed did he want? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I looked at him. I knew he wasn't a cop. So I hit, I told motherfucking Jamal and his homie, yo, let's rob this motherfucker, go back to my crib. I live three blocks away. Yo. So Jamal's looking at me like, nah, you can't do that. So I see, I go on Twitter, and Jamal's tweeting back and forth with his friend, saying, Jamal got me down here with criminals. I'm like, man, you pussy motherfucker, yo. <laughs> we could have split that pie five three ways. You know what I'm saying? We could have robbed this dude. This motherfucker goes on Twitter. Yeah. The next day, calling you a criminal. No, no, right then. Right then. Right then. Yo. So I broke yeah. out. I was like, fuck this dude. I, I don't want to fight this dude. Jamal's friend. So I'm going to leave. But years later, me and Jamal linked back up. Went to Dragon Con. So mm-hmm. uh, we in there. We go to the strip club the first day. After that, we have our Dragon Con badges on and shit. It was, it was cool. The next day, we go to uh, <laughs> go to Hooters. We meet this, this dude named Rami. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. uh, we at the bar, whatever, 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 whatever. So, boom, uh, Rami's like, what's there to do in Georgia right now, in Atlanta? I'm going to say, I'm here for two more days. What's there to do? I don't want to go to Dragon Con. I said, let's go to the strip club. So, Rami's like, all right. So, where you from? I'm from New York. Bro, you're going to love the strip club down here, man. They get butt-ass naked, bro. Really? They get yeah. butt-ass naked? It's like, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me get your number, man. Get your number. Jamal, put your number in. Get his number, man. The next day, he hit us. We went to the strip club. He was fucking amazed. We went to Magic City. <laughs> That motherfucker was amazed. Amazed, yo. Crazy, I'll, yo. I'll never get over the fact that New York strip clubs, they don't even get naked. Like, that shit is the most pathetic shit i ever seen in my life. When I lived out there, I didn't even realize. I, you know, I'd go to, like, strip club here, strip club there. And then mm-hmm. it finally dawned on me. I'm like, yo, these bitches ain't never getting naked. Like, they just teasing. I, I was like, damn, am I not staying in the club late enough? Like, do they get later? Do they get naked later? Like, what the fuck? Nah, B, they don't get naked at all, man. It's a scam in New York, yo. <laughs> fuck, you gotta get $3 back from every dance you get. You gotta go go in there with the stick and be like, I want my money back. <laughs> I can come to Atlanta. Yeah, that's you gotta do, yo. That's you gotta do. Yo, so, yeah, yeah. so Lukey, man, you dropped some albums, bro. You got, well, you got JJ Doom, Retarded Friend. <laughs> No, no, no. That's just a, that's a single. That's a single. That's oh, that was a single. That was a single. A okay, single. okay. See what happened with that last song right there? 
on that song right there, um, it's one long verse from Doom, and there's like a, a, a place at the end where uh, he ain't rap, so I looped it up. My, actually, my homie looped it up, and I rapped until the end. I said, what I say, a New York Giant versus Thumbelina. Just put it right down the middle when I stuck in my wiener or some shit like that. <laughs> Yo. Oh, yeah. shit. And then, like, yeah. a year later, you dropped LL Cool Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually was dropped with Dead End Hip Hop. And I don't, I don't think I actually own the rights to that album either. A couple of albums I don't own the rights to. I think Interscope owns it. Oh, no check it out. shit. Yeah, because I dropped it anyway. I was with um, this dude, Apocalypse, uh, Lord Gamma. Uh, and, I, and it was supposed to be MF Doom and his cousin, Rashawn Prickett. And we was on Ill Flow under Universal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but I never signed that. a contract. Yeah, I never Dang. signed a contract. No emotion never signed a contract. But a couple other dudes signed a contract. Like, it's like a blank contract. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, I never they signed, signed it. That shit. Yeah. It, so we're under Universal. Pete the Fly shit. Under Universal, they never sent my records to get listened to. They only sent Apocalypse and shit. Apocalypse and Lord Gamma's records. This is what I heard. Mm-hmm. So I did the LL Cool Cage, LL Cool Cage album. And they never sent it. Then they got dropped from Universal and they went to Interscope. And I talked to uh what's the other dude that MF Grimm on the phone? Because MF Grimm said, Don't fuck with Ill Flow. Fuck with a uh, day-to-day, whatever, whatever entertainment he had. And I was like, nah, man, I'm I wanna be with MF Doom. It was supposed to be MF Doom's label with his cousin Rashawn Pick Prickett. Like, mm-hmm. cause Doom is my was my GOAT at the time was my yep. favorite rapper. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to stay with him even though I wasn't making no money. But they right. lied to me and be like, how much money you need for a year to quit your job? So just give me 50000 I, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to get back with you. Nothing. I'll be at my job. The dude, Sean <laughs> Prickett, he called me. Hey, man, leave your job right now. I'm going to Memorial Drive. They're shooting some porno out here. Come hang on me, man. I got the Hummer. I'm like, nah, man, I can't leave my job. What the fuck is wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. Hey, man, yeah. uh, Come out with me here. It, it, they would never give me no money. They said they weren't sending my records through. They were sending Apocalypse records through. And uh, the, and um, they got put on Interscope. That was one of the records that got sent to Interscope, along with the Power Villain album, uh, on all MF Doom, all MF Doom beats. Damn. And um, so they might own those records. But somehow, how I know my Power Villain album's legit is they never took it down off SoundCloud. Word. <laughs> Fuck em. It's been up there. <laughs> no, no, no. Every other song that I use the MF Doom beat on that's on SoundCloud has gotten taken off. You know right. what I'm saying? That right there is still there on SoundCloud. <laughs> you know what I'm that's it. So, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and I still got it here. So anybody wants to buy that shit, the Power Villain album, album, I got it here. Give me uh, $43, like Al Davino. <laughs> Yeah. I got you. I'll PayPal you, bro. I got you. <laughs> but yo, rap, fuck rap, man. Like, boom, the podcast is definitely where it's at. Even though I want to rap, I guess I think this podcast is a much more lucrative opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. coming from you and your page and our page and our pages coming together, no homo. I think <laughs> this is a beautiful blend right here, B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I agree. Because, yo, you know, I I made one album. I made one album, right? Well, we well, technically, well. we made a second one, but it never got released because my brother quit the group because he was mad because I was trying to make a mixtape on the side. And he was like, fuck a mixtape, man. We make real albums. And he was like, fuck <laughs> you. He was like, fuck you. I'm out. And that was the end of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know why I got all hype about making a mixtape because that shit was cool in the mid 2000s, yo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah so like you know, making music is a lot of fucking work, man. But talking shit about music isn't. <laughs> true, true indeed, yo. And man, and I, I hate recording. Yeah, man. And talking shit about music is my favorite pastime, man. Fuck all right, that. Right, shit. Right, right. <laughs> hey, yo, if there was a way so I could put the jump drive in my ear and take it out my ear and put it in the computer and just mix it. It'd be a lot easier to make music. You know what I'm saying? In, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I will buy a some shit style, yo. Definitely. Oh, yo, you know, you know, what we didn't mention no Luki, right? So what? All right, so what? You, you know, you dabbled in the um, in making music. You made several albums. Every what's your Bandcamp? I forgot what the address is. Which oh, there's, there's Luki Cage at Bandcamp, but Luki Cage at Bandcamp. Luki Cage dot Bandcamp dot whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, but the SoundCloud got more albums on there. It has all the Nerd Boy Fresh, all the Nerd Boy Fresh series. The uh, Nerd Boy Fresh, King of the Nerds, the first Nerd Boy Fresh with the, uh, the second Nerd Boy Fresh with the Prince as Luke Cage. You got Nerd Boy Fresh, Power Man on Super Soldier, Power Man on Super Soldier Serum is on there with Rick James on the cover dressed yep. as uh, yeah. Yep, I got that one. Power Man oh, Hero shit. for Hires on there. King oh, yeah, of the yeah, Nerds. King of the Nerds, Nerd Boy Fresh, that's on there too, on the on the yeah, band uh, camp at least. I it is? My I didn't even know, man. Yeah, man, I was all up on your band camp yesterday, bro. Came <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my FBI on, yo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what? Oh, all right. So, so word. Uh, what what's your SoundCloud? Let's let everybody know how to get on your SoundCloud too. Just go on Luke. Just go on my fucking SoundCloud and type in Lukey Cage and all them shit on there. Do you want to hear some shit unreleased? Hop in my DM. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> and I and I got the next album's coming out uh, under under uh, Dead in Hip Hop. All the beats are produced by DJ Dread Eye. You know what I'm saying? That's Word. my dude right there. Then the second one comes out after that, all produced by DJ Dread Eye. But in between there, I got uh the uh what's it called? Luki Cage versus Stripperella. <laughs> I made all the beats. <laughs> Okay, that one I'm dying to hear. Holy fuck, yo, you yeah, wilder, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, we, I want I want you on that joint right there, yo. Hey, hey, K. listen, yo, yo, dead ass. You might you might even get me out of rap retirement this year, man. Real I talk. I got to, man. Because I, I feel to. a part of me feels like this podcast ain't complete until me and you make a a song called "The Fuck You Mean" and it's our theme song. You know what I mean? I fuck with it. Yeah, we got to make I a song together. And when I come down to Atlanta, we'll make it happen. Son, easy, easy, easy peasy. I already got three beats that I really want you on already, yo. Two, right, two of DJ, yeah, two of DJ. Dead Jedi. ass, dead ass. Let me know. I'll write some shit. I will come down and record with you in person. That's what's up, yo. And it got to be like real, real like misogynistic, chauvinistic bullshit. Lukey, 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 you you ain't even gotta say that to me. My music is already it's already misogynistic and fucked up, bro. It's gonna be wild, man. I'm with it. I'm with it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We're making out. We're, we're, yo, all you listeners, you hold me accountable for this this year. All right, me and Lukey right. are making a at least one song together. At least. Definitely, Fuck yo. It. I think it would be epic. We, we we could turn it into one of your six track EPs that you like them them little six I, track. I love them shit. You know? <laughs> oh, also, Money Miz is on the next album. He's doing a skit at the end. I ain't gonna tell you what he says, but it's <laughs> after um, it's after the first song on the new album. He on that shit, yo. He, he yells some shit for me, yo. I had to get him to do something. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> y'all don't know. 
I've been a fan of Money Miz for a long time, yo, just because of the way he talks shit. Even when he says shit, I don't agree with. The way he articulates the shit. <laughs> Works. And that's, that's the reason why Big Ghost got me to say shit. I, I was on my Instagram, like, popping off about socks and shit. Because, you know, that's the one thing me and Miz have in common, for sure, is socks. You yep, love socks. You know what I'm saying? That's where, so that's I was talking about at. my socks. Yeah, definitely. It was. That was, yeah. like, the, the biggest shit for, like, a year, like, we had millions of socks, son. Yo, I, no lie, I, I have at least 700 pairs of, like, custom-made socks. <laughs> God damn. It's fucking outrageous. Yeah, it's outrageous. I have an entire dresser. The whole dresser is socks. Top to bottom. Yeah, bar. man. Yeah, it's I got, fucking like, cooked. Three bags, like they like uh they bags. I oh, mean, we could turn the video chat on. That's right now. a lot. That, that yeah, three bags, bags is a lot of socks. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> you no, know, you know those bags you used to put your jerseys in back in the day. Yup. Like, yeah, Indeed. those type of bags. Yeah. Yup. Yep. Those type of bags. <laughs> those yeah. shits are big too. Hell yeah, Shit. man! They busting out. It's overflowing right now. You know what I'm saying? Word. 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 Yeah. yeah That's we'll where have we at a... right now. When we do a photo shoot for the album cover, we gotta have the illest socks on every year. Hey, yo, Bo, you remember the remember the picture with Tupac in the bathtub with gold chains all around him? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. do one with socks all on me. I'm gonna do one with socks. <laughs> hey, yo, low key, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I'm gonna put myself out there. Check it out. Uh, I was doing one. I was butt naked and I had uh comic books all over me, yo. But then, like, I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Cause my ex girlfriend shot the picture, so uh, it's on my tablet. So I give my best friend Dave my tablet, and he's going through the pictures, and he sees it. He's like, "What the fuck?" His yeah. wife just starts laughing. Lukey, man, you ever fucking send me a picture of you naked with some comic books covering your shit? <laughs> this hey, podcast, yo. this podcast comes to an abrupt end, bro. Hey, that picture, that picture is on a jump drive somewhere, yo. I hope no one ever finds that shit, yo. Oh, it was a bad wild. idea. You are wild. Hey, yo, but I have, I have Wonder Woman on my dick. You know what I'm saying? With Wonder Woman, I was like, yo, I want to do this. And she made it She made it happen. My ex-girlfriend, yo, made it, it did. Yeah. Wonder Woman on your dick is a good look, though. That's that's good shit. Pause, pause. Yeah, pause. yeah, 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 it is. But that picture was a horrible idea, yo. Why am I doing shit Tupac doing anyway? You out here trying to do like uh what's that ESPN the magazine the body magazine when they oh, get the nah, sports players all shit. naked and shit. Yeah, nah. They don't no one wants to see us on that magazine. I look like a, a hungry African kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word. I ain't well, trying, man. Yeah, I look like a fat fucking Greek, bro. Um That's right, what's up. So oh yo, real quick too. And you you've also like what's the word? You've you've crossed the. I mean, you you do a lot of shit in hip hop, top to bottom. Aside from being a fucking rapper and artist yourself, and you make beats. Also, you just said, um, you've branched out into doing skits. Yeah, yeah, that's that's dumb shit. Yeah, and your skits have been so fucking good that you are now dubbed the skit god. How yeah, yo, and how, how, how you feel about that? How you feel? Hey, yo, bro, <laughs> you, you you made that name up, and other people just go with that shit, bro. Like that, yo. you made that skit guy shit up. Yeah, that's that might be a million dollar idea right there. Like the ideas we have and shit, bro. It, it really can generate to like. I think cause we we are like Wu Tang, man. We innovative. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Luki, that's why me and you get along so well because thirty six chambers changed both of our lives when we were kids, yo. 
Straight the whole up. slang was crazy. Only other group I know who has more slang than Wu Tang was Camp Low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they the used a lot. Yeah, that's a. I, I never would have remembered that, but they were heavy on the slang game, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So those kid guys. I, I used yeah, to yeah. really love. I used to love guys just in general that would use slang like that, especially obviously Wu Tang, because it, it was almost like. They created a whole new language for us to like learn and, and dissect. You know, mm -hmm. bro, I will go back and listen to a Wu Tang album from the '90s right now and catch a phrase that I heard them say a million times, mm -hmm. and and like just now today I'll realize what it means. You know what I mean? Like that's why their music is timeless because you can always go back and catch something that you didn't True catch. Indeed. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. yeah. But anyways, you are the skit god now, and you've been doing a lot of work with Big Ghost LTD, right? Sure, indeed. For, for, for not, the I'm listeners out there, for the listeners out there who aren't aware of that side of your your skill set, um, let these motherfuckers know what, what you've done with Big Ghost, yo. Yo, I was on uh, first Cocaine Beats that set it off with the yep. I'm a die in a champion hoodie. People still hit my DMs and be like, I'm a die in a champion hoodie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh <laughs> which is real shit. Uh uh what else? Uh then I was on the crime apple joint, which I think You were ill is, on that crime apple yeah, joint, yo. No, yeah, that man. album right there was just crazy, but that that's album what, was like that's when I was like, Yeah, the skate god, bro. <laughs> learn, learn. What's the that's the last shit I was on? Oh, um, thirty eight special? Yeah, thirty eight special, which I still yeah. haven't heard. My apologies. <laughs> yeah, that shit. That skit right there, the last skit. Go, go listen to that shit. The last. I, skit I'll go listen to it just to hear your skits. How many skits you got on that one? I think two or three. The first one, the last one. First word, one, the word. Last one. Yeah, yeah. And there's new Ghostface. Uh, my bad. There's new. I, I've been on recognize. You don't like recognize Ali, but bro, give him a chance. Everybody well, uh, sets up with their merch and shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't know him personally, but I heard a story from a, a friend. That he fucked over, and I was like, "That's fucked Just up." Just one, yeah. So here's the thing: he didn't send the gig. He didn't send the gig. I never talked to him about it. I, you know, I don't know him. We never discussed anything. I never said shit. My friend just told me the story, and I was like, "Wow, that's really fucked up." But I have to say, I have heard him rap, and I do like him. He's nasty. That dude is real nice. Right. Yeah, real yeah. talk. And he don't got no bitch voice. He raps. He rap raps. Yeah, yeah. So I fuck with him now. <laughs> so indeed, I'm yeah. on a couple of his shits. Two word, word. Yeah. Thank, thank I didn't you even know that. Recognize Ali, yeah. Yo, yeah, later on, if you remember, let me know which ones you're on, and I'll go download them. Just I gotta go look that up, yo. Yeah, this you got pretty pretty good albums, yo. Word. Uh, what else? Uh, shit. This new album coming out. I'm on like four four shits. Yo, and the saying? new like, the new the new shit is this one that got like mad rappers on every song, yeah, right? Yeah, and go, Big Go say it's not a compilation. Yeah, he you know keeps saying? saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> literally, these motherfuckers probably gonna do another one. Yeah, like they're in the, the group. same motherfuckers. Yeah, that's but that's key, true. Uh, I I don't want to say that much about it though, but um, because it ain't dropped yet. But, right, uh, right, right. The people that's on it, you don't know who the best one is a lot of times because like they all are spitting bullets, b. They they right. from top to bottom. Raheem Supreme, Rome Street, Mooch. Mm. Riggs, uh, SD Nack, Recognize Ali, yep. fucking 
yo, and the funny thing is when I received it, I listened to it already. And when I received this shit, I didn't remember what the fuck I said on these skits. Yeah. I, 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 I just do them and send them. I, you're on the intro, right? Intro, middle, and end. I'm an okay. intro. Big Goes Low-Key sent me some of that shit, right? Like yeah, yeah. a little while ago. I, I'm, I don't remember if he sent me the whole shit or not. But I remember I didn't get through all of what he sent me. But I heard the intro in the first track. Your the fucking, basketball? Yeah, your intro on yeah. that might be your best skit god work ever. I really fucking, <laughs> yo, you had me crying, bro. <laughs> your skits literally are things I look forward to. And like, you know, rappers always got skits on this shit. And nine times out of ten, skits are just skipped songs. You know, I just fast True forward indeed. over there. You hear it once and you're done. You do the kind of skits where you can't skip them. Because they're that entertaining, up, they're that entertaining and funny that you still you want to hear them over and over again, just like you want to hear a song over and over again. That is why I call you the skit god, bro. Because your skits have replay value. It ain't a one and done, bro. They are that entertaining that you want to hear them more and more, bro. And that's why I say you the fucking skit god, bro. And these motherfuckers ain't ready because your intro on this new shit is fucking i don't even know bro it's off the hook <laughs> thank you thank you i want to ask you a yeah. question though bro yeah do you like them raekwon squit skits on 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 uh, um the west side gun shit no not at all not man, at all yo i mean i don't not like at all. Either, let me, man. let me tell you why like i'm not against what he's saying like that's all cool and everything right but like I would rather have him rap <laughs> on a yeah. fucking song, you know, you or, or like, you know, Ray, if you're just going to sit there and talk about how fucking dope these guys are, you don't have to do it for three minutes. Say the shit, <laughs> tw- say it in 20 <laughs> seconds and let's start the fucking album, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, well, well. Jeez, and it, yeah, and it all boils down to a lot of stuff that we do, you know what I'm saying, in this culture was stolen or like, ripped or or borrowed or supposed to or let's say this influenced by big ghost i think them skits raekwon's doing is definitely because i was doing skits with big ghost yeah i think man, the compilation with the uh these underground rappers with mugs has been done because of big ghost you know what i'm saying big, so, big ghost big ghost has been the pioneer of this shit you know what i mean definitely and he's been doing this for a long time i, I saw him I, I saw him post recently about the whole um Griselda ghost thing and it was like <laughs> it's like yo he sent that shit out to all the major DJs in 2015 like yo I got some shit with these two rappers from Buffalo I think mm-hmm. the whole world is gonna wanna hear and and they just overlooked it because this That's shit was shame, slow man. the shit was slow it was dusty it was grimy and it wasn't trap. It didn't have two thousand fucking hi hats in one bar. On you know what I mean? Like, True indeed. get the fuck out of here. So all these DJs were like, "Oh, we can't play this on the radio. Fuck this shit." And they all missed out on a pot of gold because they, now they really did. Now everybody jumping on the bandwagon. Fucking five years too late. And Big Ghost told all of y'all in 2015. And by the way. That Griselda Ghost EP might be their best, or 
for it the very least top three releases they've done it's fucking amazing i i, I agree and the funny thing is what that shit is you ain't have to go on Bandcamp or nothing there was actually a download link that was yeah. posted and you just hit the download link and it downloads your computer it was not yeah. even it was that long ago where it wasn't like you had to put an email address in so right. it's very very was, easily accessible to get that yeah, shit man and, and now people, you hardly can find nowhere like, people yeah, just like, slept they were sleeping and like you know i was sleeping too like i said I, I didn't even look for new rap music for from 2011 to 2016 i was out the game i was disgusted i was like fuck this shit didn't even care if somebody knew dropped right so i missed it i missed this shit but i got on in 2016 with fly guard and as soon as i heard that album I went online and I researched the shit out of West Side Gun, Conway, Griselda. Uh, I, you know, I was going ham. And that's how immediately, like the day after I heard Flag God, I stumbled upon Reject 2, Griselda mm-hmm. Ghost, Reject mm-hmm. 1, you know what I mean? Hitler 2. And all of that blew my mind. But when I heard Griselda Ghost, I, at that time, I was like, this is the best shit they put out. <laughs> hey, yo, boom, my shit was uh, Don't Get Scared. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was. That's because uh, uh, your boy, your boy Wakami's all over. That's why. Hey yo, son. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo. Because the deal is, I didn't know that they knew each other for one. Yeah. I I, I didn't really hear no Wakami like like that until like Griselda. You know what I'm saying? Right. Griselda, Wakami oh, with this nigga for real. Mox from Atlanta, right? I think he's from Jersey. Cause I I heard this motherfucker going to punk shows. In, in Jersey with my homie Shape, like I, no I, I hear, yeah, like he he's been around the scene of like like uh, the same like uh, West would be at Dev Jook shows and shit like that. Mike yep. is a well-rounded musical guy as well, so I hear this motherfucker in Jersey going to shows with all white boys that don't like necessarily do shit with our culture. You know what I'm saying? So like, yep. or like do rap music. So hearing that it was like, oh shit, my all the way up. And this was hearing from a guy from Australia about this wow. dude. You know what wow. I'm saying? So I was like, yo, he's been around. I remember him opening up. He was like the second act of like seven acts. <laughs> when I was first came to the dudes, so I'm like, my comedy with these dudes. I'm hearing it. And the, the, the music was a lot simpler. Like Black Collar McGregor, something, something, something. I keep my mouth shut like Screlly. Mm-hmm. That type of shit. Yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it yep. was a lot better to me. Back of yeah, the yeah. whole conglomerate of Gazelda and Makami to me was dope. That Don't Get Scared album to me is one of my favorite shits. Mm-hmm. Prodigy on that shit. Mm-hmm. That shit blew my mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Alchemist did that beat, I think. Uh, yeah, Ajax. The one, the one pro- yeah, oh. God, I love Ajax. Ajax, though. Yeah. Ajax is ridiculous. Oh. But you really don't want to use that shit because the color of it is not, <laughs> not conducive <laughs> to making your product seem pure. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt. <laughs> you use that. My mom uh-huh. say you cut coke with niacin. With what? Cut niacin. Fuck is that? You can go get it off your fucking uh, shelf, like uh, it's like pills, or you can get it in powder form. It's a uh, work. It's niacin. Sometimes you um, use it to clean your system out. Gotcha. You can use like baby powder formula. No, I put yeah, it yeah, in yeah. my song. I said dope, like you cut the coke with niacin instead of baking soda. Yeah, I'm the on the shit. Nah, I, I, I had my show at my show Friday. And yeah, I, how'd I that go, Luke? It went good, man. It went, I lost my voice. I probably was getting sick, mm-hmm. but it went really. And I was really everybody that came out, big up to y'all. 
I didn't know that many motherfuckers knew the words to my songs. That's ill. People knew people were reciting your shit. That's ill. Yeah, I was oh, like, oh, that's oh. that. That must have been a good feeling, man. That's ill. Man, it was weird as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, yo, uh, Craig Locks was there. I seen him in the video footage, yo. Yeah, he rolled with me to the show, man. That's a good dude. Word. Yeah. Shout out, Craig Locks. This is yeah. like this is like your twelfth shout out, Craig Locks. Yeah, we <laughs> we always show them out, yo. <laughs> a good dude. Yeah, he's in the crib. He's in the crib. You know what I'm saying, boom, roll to the show. Really good dude, yo. Really good dude. Show went well. Thank you, everybody that come came out. Sorry, I lost my voice. I didn't do like four songs. I said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck it. Yeah, but it went really good. Primo Jab did his thing. Lean Capital did his thing. Imp, he has a live band. He was playing this drum machine. And he had his singers and shit there and stuff. Uh, yeah, it was dope, man. Word. Very He's dope. like Cool Keith and Doom. And yo, big up to him. Because he got Mr. Motherfucking Esquire on his new album. Oh, that's when dope. It comes out. Yeah, so fuck it, yo. Yo, love, congratulations love. on a good show, man. Shit. Let me more out there. And you're going to have to pay for the shows. Well, yeah. Yeah. But boom. Fuck 2020. Yeah. What you looking yeah. forward in 2024? What you looking forward for the podcast for 2020? What you looking forward to? Looking for, I'm looking forward to just fucking talking to you. To be honest, fuck everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's dope. That's dope. That's always the highlight. Is I mean, honestly, shit with you. I don't even know, man. I'm just like fucking wherever the wind blows us, yo. Let's just do our thing, pause. man. We, yeah, pause, pause. But um, I think I think we keep grinding. We keep talking about you know the state of the music right now what's going on the current events and our points of view on them you know and then yeah. obviously interview a bunch of guys in, in doing it right now you know yeah. and uh you know see what the fuck happens man just take yeah. it man we and we should record a fuck at least one song maybe an ep fuck well, it, well, man well. let's do this it's about time it's been like 12 years in the making yo well it really is yeah. another thing I can't wait to get that logo put on the hoodie with the uh, yeah. the C yeah. and, uh, the the B and the yo because yeah, y'all look yeah. out for, for a couple episodes down the line or next episode yeah we got some shit cooked up big shout we out do. to the music man he make he making power moves for us you know what I'm saying I don't know how to articulate shit to motherfuckers this motherfuckers they put their mad work and the music yeah the music man uh, one hundred everybody go follow him all right at the music man 100 the number one zero zero at the end uh he's a guy that makes this shit happen behind the scenes you know and yes lukey we got some we got some serious surprises coming up in the very near future for all these listeners be on the lookout for some of the new interviews we got coming the new surprise guests and some other big announcements we got coming 2020 is definitely looking good bong bong Bum, bum. We dead, yo. I know we've been on here forever. I don't see no yeah. time, though. Yeah, me either. I wish, I wish, I gotta keep track of that shit better, yo. <laughs> hey, ben, how long we been on here? It's been a minute, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, alright, ready? Know what to do. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Alright, let's end it with one last question for each of all right. us, right? Alright. And we, we could do, you, you can ask me the same question if you like it after I ask you this question, alright? Alright, 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 alright. Alright, it's don't have nothing to do with rap music. Where's the craziest place you ever fucked a bitch, Lukey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, right now, Lukey's thinking, right? But he's also thinking like 
shit. Is my girl gonna listen to this episode? <laughs> Man, she already knows I I I, I live crazy. Like I got my dick sucked at church one time, so that's not fucking. Oh, um, Luki. Oh, my father's get a pastor. The, my father's the, yeah, a pastor. I know. Yeah, and you got yeah, your so, dick sucked at church. That's amazing. Yeah. But get the I'm fuck sorry, out, yo. Anybody that goes to my church back home, <laughs> it, it was it was definitely at our church. <laughs> so, uh, but, Yo, uh, what else? What else? He goes. It was definitely an art. <laughs> uh, we go You're under. Ill. We we go to buildings and they'd be underneath staircases. Like yeah, that, yeah. Get, Hell yeah. Always. Yo, but wait, wait, how'd you get head in the church though? Where the fuck that you make it happen, bro? I mean, girl, just fast, yo. She just, just fast. Like, like you just, was in the yeah. back. You was in the back row. <laughs> no, it was like after church and everybody's in there eating. I go in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Boy, I got like, you. I got you. We just start yeah, making yeah. out. And yo, she yeah, was yeah, a track yeah. star. She was a track star. So she really was fast, huh? Oh, shit. So, so, so someone knows. Someone back from my hometown knows who this woman is. Yeah. Yup, yup. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, Word. but she always would get, be surprised when I would recite rap lyrics. Mm-hmm. Because we preachers kids. And we're not supposed to be knowing this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she'd be like, "Oh shit, this motherfucker knows this. This motherfucker knows that. This motherfucker knows this." So I, I guess she was really intrigued. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Yo, yeah. man, that's pretty. That's pretty goddamn good. Getting head of the church, man. So we was making I mean, out, and she took my dick out and sucked on it. I didn't bust off it, but I got to suck though. Yo, whatever, man. You can still say you got your dick sucked in the church, bro. And what else? I don't Yo, know. No else. I'm wow. About- I'm about to start going to church again, man. What the fuck, yeah. man? They got freaks they like walk that. walk outside. You go walk. They're always there, bro. Always <laughs> freaks are there. But you oh, got shit. you got some pussy in the cemetery, though, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably the craziest shit. I fucked the bitch over a tombstone. That shit was wild, yo. You can't get she, no wild in that. Well, I guess not. But I got a I got a second place one. I got a second place one. Okay, then I got you a question too. Go ahead. All right. Alright, my second craziest place I ever fucked a bitch. I fucked a bitch in a drive up ATM machine at the bank I work at. <laughs> yo, yo, that <laughs> Lukey. How that happened? Alright, long story short. Me and this chick, we were co-workers at, at the time, right? Mm-hmm. We went out after work. And we were, you know, we were drinking and eating dinner and getting drunk and shit. And we got, like, pretty nice, right? Mm. And she was she was on call for the ATMs after hours. Like, if anything got fucked up or, like, if it ran out of receipts or ran out of money, you know, if there was a jam, she would get paged and have mm. to go back to the branch and fix that shit overnight. But, you know, you okay. get paid extra if you get paged. You know, they, they, they give you, like, whatever it was. I forgot. Anyways. <clears throat> So I'm sitting there at the bar drinking and eating with her and she gets paged, right? And she's like, oh yeah. shit. And we were drinking at, at a spot that was like half a block up the road from where we worked, where the branch was, right? Yeah. So she got paged and she's like, oh fuck. She's like, the ATM's fucked up. I, I gotta go fix that shit. And I was like, all right, word. It's right down the street. I'll go with you. She's like, word. So she's supposed to go with a partner. You know what I mean? It's like dual control. And mm-hmm. she had a, a pager partner. So she called him and was like, yo, I'm with Mike. We'll take care of you. You ain't even going to come out. Mm-hmm. And little did I know she had a crush on me the whole time. Right. Oh, and shit, like, yeah. Yeah. We had been chilling and shit. You know, we flirted at work, but nothing ever went down. So anyways, we get to the branch. 
she calls the alarm company like, yo, I got to go, you know, fix this ATM machine. So I'm going to take the alarm down for a little while. And they're like, how much time you need? Right. And like, to, I think the receipt roll just ran out. She only needs like one minute. You know what I mean? Uh, This bitch goes, she's like, how long you need? She's like 45 minutes. And in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? And I was drunk too. And I'm like, bro, we get inside the ATM and it was, this was years ago. So it was like, it was like a large ATM unit in a drive-thru and it had a door. You could actually go inside of this like little housing unit. And, and that's how you get into the safe and all the shit, whatever. So like you could fit two people in there, like standing, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. We get in there. She opens up the back of the machine. She fucking changes the receipt roll. She closes it. She was done in 30 seconds. So I'm like, yeah. 45 minutes turns around, starts making out. With me. Just, she fucking oh, raped. Shit. I got raped in a, in a drive up ATM machine, bro. And when we was done, we get out. And she puked all over the fucking ground. Because <laughs> we were wasted. Oh, my God. Dog, that was crazy, bro. Anyways. <laughs> that was, those are my stories, yo. Yo, you ever smash again? You smash again? <gasps> oh, yo. We sm- bro, we smashed on the lunchroom table. Yo, we... To, as a matter of fact, I forgot about this. The next morning, we went back to work. And we were both sober now. And... and and shook because we were like yo we fucked in the atm they got cameras yeah. and we're like yo we're gonna lose our job so we literally go in together and sit down in our boss's desk and we're like yo we gotta tell you this and we told her and i thought we were getting fired on the spot and the lady yeah. just laughed at it she's like you never should have told me there ain't no cameras on the inside of the uh, <laughs> you snitched on yourself yo we snitched on ourselves bro yo so but our boss was mad cool thank god <laughs> and it was whatever yeah well i got one last question i got one last question yeah yo how many girls you fuck in one day in one day yeah. The the most I ever did was two, man. I ain't never been a That's big it? player like that. Yeah, yeah. My girl oh, and the man. girl I was cheating on her with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I ain't never have a big day with like four or five. I ain't never done that shit. I, I had four like in Stone Mountain. Four was like a couple a couple times, yo. But the yo, biggest how did, dopest. How, how'd you huh? how'd you pull off four in one day though? I think I was in a polyamorous relationship with the lesbian and a girlfriend, but the lesbian kind of like dick sometimes. So they okay. come over and I fuck. Okay. I would fuck them both. You know what I'm saying? Lukey. Lukey. And I had two other girls that would come how come over. You never, how come you never huh? told me that you, that you had the greatest situation of all time before? <laughs> I mean, it's like, I don't know, man. It's like regular. It's like regular. It's too good as regular shit. Hey, yo, cause check it out. I'm sorry I'm going to snitch on you, old Slick. But yo, boom. Old Slick told me that... But, yo, he kept me... He gave me the, the, the rundown. He pulled the trifecta. This is the greatest thing I ever heard in my life. He what? drove from Atlanta to North Carolina, fucked three different girls in three different states in 24 oh. hours. Okay, he is definitely the, the, the god. fucking king. He's the god. The that's, god. that's next that, level shit. I never heard anything like that before in my life, yo. Yeah. He fucked three bitches in a row in three different states yeah. on his, on his co- commute. Yes. In Yo, 24 hours. In he 24 is definitely he's definitely the god. That's crazy. Man. Man, and, and honestly, that's why I tried to do like fuck multiple girls in one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like I was like, Yo, I gotta do something doper than this nigga. <laughs> you try you trying to get reach that godly status in, in the in the fucking bitches game, yo. Yeah, but I never did anything like that, yo, before. Yeah. 
Nah, that's yeah. that's legendary, man. Bro, yeah. I did two and I thought I was ill. I was good. That was it. Yeah, but it was a threesome count. But it was like, I don't know. It clearly did because it got kind of weird. Like, I don't know, man. It was wild. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was weird, man. Like, like the the, the dyke looked better than the, um, the straight girl. Really? Naked. Usually, oh shit! Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> Luke, so, you're ill, bro. You're yeah, ill. Bro. Four in one day. I wish, bro. Yeah, if I did that shit be. now, I did that shit now. In my age, I'd fucking have a heart attack, bro. You probably sleep all day. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep for two days after that. It was from a Miz, man. <laughs> Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> Right. Let's get off this thing, though, man. Let's get off yeah, this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Fucking the music man's no, gonna no, kill no. us. He's gonna. I know. He just kept us. on talking, yo. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out all the listeners for putting up with our bullshit for fucking two hours all the time. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, they'll be all right. Oh fuck. <laughs> all right then, Lukey, man. As always, this is a a beautiful conversation over here. You know what I mean? Mm. So anyways, shout out all the fans, all the listeners. Thank you for tuning in. We just wanted to start off the year with a little background information on where the fuck we came from. So y'all know our background. You know, you know what frame of reference we're coming from when we talking all this hip hop shit. Yeah. True indeed. Bong bong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we here? Yeah. All right. And next week we got a big surprise for you motherfuckers. You'll see. Tune in. Tune in. Well, well, that's well. about it. Word. That is blah, blah, blah. the conclusion of episode 15 of the Fuck You Mean podcast with your boy Lukey Cage and your boy Money Miss. That's bong, right. Bong. Yeah. You got, you got any last words, Lukey? Uh, Jesus is king. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Word. The fuck you mean, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>